Hey man, it's me, Clayton English. You know what it is. You can find me on social media at Clayton English on everything. Instagram, all the stuff. I lost my Twitter, but we're trying to get it back. Clayton English on everything. Make sure you follow me. I'm rocking with Michelle C and Candy Kisses. Let's get it. It's the Jill of All Trades, Michelle C, aka DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candy Kisses TV everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses blown away. Candy Kisses TV for tomorrow today. Throw that all through on that bitch. That you sound like Teddy Payne. It's your boy Talon, baby. Michelle and Candy Kisses TV. Oh, girl, Michelle, please. Don't take it personal. Bruh man from the fifth floor in the ATL chili with Candy Kisses TV. What's up, y'all? You're watching Candy Kisses TV with my whole girl Michelle. Hello there. Have you asked yourself what you're missing? I have. It's Candy Kisses TV. <laughs> What up, what up, what up, KISS fam? It's your girl, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make Move, the Jill of all trades. And I am back with another banger. Now, you know what we do each and every time, right about the same time. Just a little bit. So go ahead and subscribe now. I'm going to tell you, mama. And you know what? I'm so serious about your subscription because y'all be acting like it costs y'all money. I'm going to tell you who else is serious. Let me tell you. I don't want to fuck nobody up. No, 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 no. Get into it. Uh, I always had it, 
but I didn't know quite what to do with it. So when I when I really figured out this is what I want to do, it's probably the first time I really went up and tried to do stand up. Okay. Because I had been trying to get on stage, you know, places, and you know they give you that runaround when you start mm-hmm. out. You know, they oh you you know this, this is a book show. You got to come back when uh, I will. You sign up this week and come back next week. So it was a lot of that, and wow. I just remember being like. I got to be the person to, to decide if I don't want to do this. Like, I can't let the difficulty or, or the the way they're making it so hard for me to get on stage, I can't let that get to me and be the reason that I don't try this thing. So I just kept being persistent, finally got on stage. And the first time I got on stage, I, I don't even re- really remember what I said, talked a little bit of stuff to the crowd, said a few funny things, got down, and I remember thinking like, oh, that's it. Like, this is what you've been doing. It clicked. My stomach hurt immediately, like, afterwards. And I was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, yeah. Like, afterwards, you wasn't bubbling before? I'm always bubbling before. I, see, I wasn't bubbling before because I think I was, I was like, if they tell me I'm not getting on stage this week, mm-hmm. somebody getting stabbed. So it wasn't no, it wasn't no more room for, for you know what I'm saying? The nerves was, is it, it, either going to be anger or... We getting on stage, so the nerves kicked in after for me. So yeah, it was crazy. So do you remember the first stage you was on? You was it um, uptown or what was it? Oh, man, it was either. It's probably a toss up because when I started, uptown wasn't even back yet. Okay. They didn't even have they didn't even have the uptown on uh, Marietta Street yet. Okay. So for me, it was either between the Star Bar or the Twisted Taco. Like, and that might have been the first Twisted Tacos, the spot they used to do was right in Midtown. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the guy that I that plays with me on House of Pain, that plays mm-hmm. Pookie, yeah. that was his night. He was a promoter. That was his night. He ran that and have comedians come do it. So it was, it was between one of those two places where I first went up. Okay. And now you're rocking your own stages. You ain't even got to ask nobody, like, hey, we finna do this. Yeah. yeah, sometimes, you know. <laughs> Listen, I'm look, I ain't new to the comedy game as far as I'm new on stage, but I'm new not new behind the scenes. And people are like, well, yeah, you gotta wait in line. You gotta I'm just like, man, I'm such an entrepreneur. I'm like, I'll create my own stage before I beg for one. That's what you're supposed to do. And you know, that waiting online thing, I think one of the lessons I learned early from comedians in the city was it really is no time limit. People tell you you got to pay your dues, but when somebody's, when, when they flow, they, they go, they out of here, you know? Like, nobody, no, the, the, the comedy community can't be like, ah, uh-uh, he got to come back here. He got to pay them dues. Right. I don't know how he got in that movie, but he ain't paid his dues yet. No, man, hey, it, your timing is on your timing. Some people don't pop to, you know, I mean, you see it with celebrities. Some people didn't really get to be a big actor until they was in their 40s, 50s sometimes. And sometimes people popped within one year doing comedy, you know? And so everybody journey different. So yeah, all that waiting line, you did the exact right thing. Make your own stage, make your platform, because they'll have you waiting. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. This ain't the Six Flags line. You know, the line that go around and go around with, hey man, uh uh-uh. <laughs> now my question um with most comedians because i know i didn't notice until being behind the scenes with comedy that you have to be a good writer when did you know you were the good writer um 
I guess I kind of knew I was a good writer from school because I didn't do it a lot on my own. But whenever we had those essays and stuff, mm-hmm. I'd always make up something and make it sound real. Like I, 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 one time I told him my house burnt down right before Christmas and all the neighbors gave gifts. That shit ain't happened. It was just a good, good story. They said show, right about a time where you saw compassion for people. Man, I, that's their story. So. You know, and I think also we got like a a little bit of a stigma with writing. Like people be like, oh, I don't really write. I don't really write. If you created it in your head, you wrote it. Exactly. If you if you created it and you record it on your, on your phone, however, your method of getting it down or getting it somewhere, that's writing too. Like a lot of times people be like, man, I just freestyle stuff. I just, you're going to, if you're really doing this kind of game, you're going to forget so much stuff. You're not going to be able to freestyle. And you can't afford to throw jokes away. At this point, this is this is our currency. This would, you know, yeah. yeah. My thing now, question, <laughs> when you when you first got on stage, because I'm not, my my biggest thing I know that I'm facing. I'm always good when I'm like third or fourth. But when them niggas be like, "Are you first? I'm just like, oh, "Damn it!" <laughs> like, how do you get over that shit? <laughs> because that's why you like that. Because <clears throat> you already got it in your head that. You know, going first, sometimes first is, I like first sometimes. Okay. I used to, because it's a challenge. It's like, all right, you take a little offense because you like, oh, y'all doubt me. Y'all don't, y'all don't know what I can. Okay, cool. I'm going to go first and I'm going to bust it open. Right. I'm going to make it. And, and the thing is, a lot of people be like, dang, leave some stage for me. <clears throat> Comedy is beautiful because it works in a wave. Somebody gets that wave up there. All you got to do is ride that wave. You know what I'm saying? All you got to do is come in. The energy is already there. It's set for you to win. So, you know, sometimes when you're the first person coming up, you set the tone. So I always tell people, you know, make it real and and bring that energy. If you bring that I'm first energy up, Mm -hmm. then you're going to get I'm first crowd reaction. You know what I'm saying? But if you come up there with that energy like, hey, this show is about it. We, We getting this thing going. Like, I'm setting it off then. Yeah, people like okay, cool. So yeah, don't you know that is, that is the switch I probably needed because I'm so like when it comes to hosting, oh, I got this. But if you say now go over there and do your set first, I'd be like, huh? <laughs> right, right. But okay. you know, the hosting thing is the, is the same. The host gonna bring you up, and you just ride his energy. You know, depends right. on how the host brought you up, and keep that same. You know, like yeah, I'm I'm here to get it. Like <clears throat> yeah. I'm learning each and every day. Now, one thing I did find out, did you have the pleasure of working with Mr. Will Smith? How yes. was that? Uh, it was dope. It was awesome, man. Like, uh, I got to work on Bad Boys. I worked on a few other things. Um, just dope people over there. Cool production company. If you ever wanted to see, like, how a superstar works and gets done, you 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 saw it. And, and it's work. Yeah. It's at some point. Is it? Well, I'm like, I don't even know if I wanted. I wanted this bad. <laughs> you like, I need a nap. You got to get up at four every morning. Mm-hmm. I can get up at four, but I'm gonna take three naps throughout the day. Three long naps. <laughs> Look, you ain't the only. I used to know I'm a makeup artist first, so yeah. I had to get up at four o'clock in the morning because I used to make up for the uh, radio station. Oh man, listen, I would go do my makeup. I'm like, all right, I'm out. I'll go home, sleep for two hours, then get up and work my shop. I'm like, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's early. So, but yeah, no, nah, it, was, it was super cool. And just that, you know, he valued my opinion and just being a fan of his and watching all his stuff and yeah. having a sense of 
the characters that he plays and some of the things that he might say are things that I remember that was funny from, you know, oh, when you did this, like, that. so that's always good stuff to pull from, so. Oh, you yeah. got to write for him, too, or you just, like, part of the production? Yeah, no, we helped, uh, I was, you know, we helped punch up some jokes, you know, try to figure out something funny here, what's something funny we could say here, can we try this, and yeah, just try to add value, that's the one thing I learned about this industry, um, wherever you at, add value, you know, so it, I looked at it like they had me there to, um, you know, punch up jokes, add jokes or whatever. Um, if I'm there for 30 days and I do one a day, all of them probably not going to make it. But if I get one a day, that's 30 more jokes yeah. than they originally had in the script, you know? Yeah. And if all of them don't go, so, you know, you just want to make sure you contribute in it. And, and, and now that I do it, I see I've, like, I'm learning and seeing how a big movie is made. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, these are skills, like, Sometimes you need a director to tell you that you can direct. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like the directors, that was the crazy part. A lot of times people always keep stuff mystery. You know, it's, you got to do this. And the director's like, all you got to do is see the vision. And all of these other people are going to execute the details for you. Mm -hmm. and, and so, yeah. So it's got me looking at things a lot of different ways. Well, yeah, and that's the difference between um, a boss and employee. Like, you know, you can be a boss too, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right, you know, like, yeah, because you don't need to know the lenses. You got a cinematographer for that. Mm -hmm. They got audio people, you know what I'm saying? You don't really need to know the lighting, you know what I mean? They got people for that. So, yeah, you just, if everybody, that's the good thing about, uh, you know, a production is everybody doing their part. You're not working for somebody, you're working with people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Now, how did you feel when you won like the comedy competition? Did did the doors immediately open, or was the grind still real? Oh no, it was it was still a grind. But um, I didn't. All I ever wanted was to like crack the top ten on Last Comic Standing because I figured if I got in the top ten, that could get me some work on the road, and I just wanted to make a living doing comedy, you know. And for the you know for me at the time, I was thinking that's you know, getting on the road, you know what I mean? You working city to city. And that was something that I wanted. And so after that, I got that immediately. You know, the work, road work came and things, you know, go crazy. But, you know, it's still a grind. You still got to fight for it, you know. Yeah. You know, people people move the goalposts on you. They'll tell you, you know, they'll, they'll do this. And, like, I just remember going to L.A. And, you know, L.A. is such a different place where they don't really care about, your ability or the funny, they care about what you're on, what the industry is saying about you or whatever. And the East Coast, Atlanta, everywhere, we put funny first. Right. If we see you funny at a show, come do my show. Hey, we're doing something here, come through here. We want we want to put the funny first. And out there it was just like, don't take any offense, but um I know who you are, but I can only get you developmental spots for a year. Then I can start getting you paid. But I'm like, <laughs> eight spots that pay $25 mm -hmm. I'm good you know what I'm saying like I can't even my spirit won't even let me do that you right. know what I mean I put too much work in and you know when people say no offense you you finna be offensive immediately okay yeah, yeah. so do this. I hate when they hit you with the well it gets you a lot of exposure obviously I'm already exposed you call me I don't need no more exposure man that's how you get uh that's how you get uh radiation poisoning. You get get exposed. 
don't need no more exposure, man. We 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 ain't I ain't, I ain't a piece of Kodak film. I don't need to be exposed. I told this one I was so nice, man. After you was one of them bad days, and I was like, you can expose your lips to the back of my ass because I'm not <laughs> my ass. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that exposure. I, I mean, at a certain point, but you know, you got to level up at a certain point, and you know, you you start seeing people taking advantage, and it's like it'll be good exposure for you. Who you gonna expose me to? Exactly. This is this is this is your family gathering. You know what I'm saying? This is your baby shower, bitch. You're like, no. <laughs> hell no. Who coming? Who who are you exposing me to? Right. Aunties, I don't need that. <laughs> we are moving on. What was it like working with Disney? Oh, it was it was amazing. First of all, that was the Lord. The Lord made that happen. I gotta thank God for that because. I auditioned the day before I was on set. Man. So I don't know what happened, but it happened. I'm glad it happened. And uh, yeah, and just, and just getting in there and just being a fan of all that stuff. I'm a, I'm a Marvel fan, you know, from, from a kid, from the comic books and cartoons, you know, to have a little Spider-Man action figures to <clears throat> like the movies that have come out and to be a part of it. Like, I really felt like my character, it wasn't hard for me to play that character because I'm like, oh, this this is me. I would be surprised. I would be happy to be hanging around Avengers. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Favorite uh, Marvel character? Ah, oh, man. Um, I'm probably going to say uh, Spider-Man. Okay. Probably Spider-Man. I don't know. But I don't know. With the movies, with the movies, you got to give me probably Black Panther if we're doing the movies because okay. rest in peace, Chadwick. I'm trying to think. I don't know if Marvel, if it's if Deadpool Marvel. Yes, that's Marvel. That's your guy. <laughs> I like Deadpool too. I like them from the comics. I was surprised it, it worked out in the movies. When it worked out in the movies, I was like, okay, they did a good job. Like, yeah. That nigga's a fool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, if you were to write a TV series today, what would it be about, and what role would you give me? Oh, let's see. Let's see. If I did a TV series about today. We just gonna talk about what we know. It'll be about uh, it'll be about comedy. It'll be about trying to make it on the comedy scene, the ups and downs, you know, the the the, the grind time, not the shine time. You know what I'm saying? And the shine time come later with the grind time. And yeah, and then you would get a role. You would be a role something similar to what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You probably host something and didn't want to dabble in the comedy world. Okay. And they gonna tell you you gotta wait your turn and you gonna say fuck all that. I'm going to open my own spot, and then, you know, you got a nice little outdoor. See, I, it, hey, man, you know, it ain't hard. <laughs> so let's get on it. Let's get on it. <laughs> now, what is something valuable you learned throughout the quarantine time, and how were you able to pivot in the industry? Uh, during quarantine, I learned, um, well, you got to get out the house. You got to, you need, you need some life experiences. You know what I mean? Like, and for me, I'm a person that, like, I, I enjoy being on stage. That's my therapy. That's how I work stuff out. That's when I'm that's when I'm happy. That's when I'm in my zone. So not being able to do that. And I was out there in L.A. for most of the quarantine. Um, yeah, you, you were know. the quiet and everything. You was on, on the roof. And, man. Oh, man, yeah. I got arrested out there, you know, trying to protest. Got got. got Got arrested on the roof. The police—they thought I was the leader because I was the oldest person out there. How you become the leader? Just because you was the oldest? 
Yeah, they saw my ID and said, we got the leader right here. I said, who? Where he at? What he got on? And then they said, yeah, he the leader of the Roof Boys. I said, they got a name? Hold <laughs> on. I don't even know them. <laughs> your next, look, your next comedy album need to be called The Roof. <laughs> hey, that's what we getting towards. We getting towards it, man. I got, I still got a little bit of the footage. Oh my god! Oh my, um, but no, so I was there for the quarantine, and um, for me, just getting live on Instagram was something that I hadn't really done. I'm not, I'm not a social media person too tough. I've been trying to explore it a little bit more, and I think that's what the quarantine got me. You know, doing Zoom shows, just seeing stuff, just going live, and. I got to shout out to all my people that watch my lives during the quarantine because they really held me down. All my English majors, they they rock with me the long way. So now the Zoom and the, the Zoom comedy is that more difficult, or is this just like you working on material anyway? Um, <clears throat> it's difficult because you might not get the feedback, so you don't know what's hitting. You know what I'm saying? Like you would if you were in the room, but. Once I started kind of going live and just navigating it, it's almost like just a it's it's a little bit different element. You can you can just go at a different pace almost because you don't even know the pace the crowd's laugh is on. So yeah, yeah. Unless they unless they piping in laughs, unless they've got you know a few people unmuted and stuff. That's what I was gonna ask you. Did was it mute or okay? So they they have the option to mute or unmute. Yeah, some of them, you know, if it gets too loud, they might mute people, and then you're not really able to hear them and stuff. And uh, Tone Bell was doing some cool stuff uh, out there, uh, in-crowd comedy, and mm-hmm. it's a bunch of screens. You're surrounded by people that are like, they're the audience, but it's uh-huh. like a Zoom, and you're in the stage in the studio, and all these screens around you are the people watching. So, yeah, a lot of different stuff came out of, you know, the pandemic. You got to figure something out. Man, the funniest one I see because I actually saw a Zoom show. I can't remember who it was, but you know how, like you said, people can type it in. I didn't. <laughs> this nigga got how you type in the booze? Like I was like, this nigga, I'm thinking, wow! <laughs> <laughs> I was in there like, God dang! I With a lot of O's. With a lot of O's. <laughs> I said the good thing is he ain't focusing on the screen, so then he won't know that he got booed to after. Right, right. Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> You get a delayed boo. You get the. You get the. Man, how'd I do? Oh man, go 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 check them comments. Scroll up. That's the right O's. No, wait till you get to the top. You see it? Yeah, that's for you. It didn't have a wire in front of it. That was a beat. <laughs> right. Oh <laughs> Okay. Now, who is your, now during the quarantine? We had a lot of the uh, verses, right? So I know. Were you watching the verses? Are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'll watch a couple. So who is your favorite versus? Mm. Um, I think you can't match the hype of Gucci and Jeezy. Okay. That was that was crazy with the hype. But ones that were more fun for me to watch. I don't think a lot of people watched. I think that T Pain and Lil John one. Oh, was, I like that one. Was fun. Like it, it felt. It didn't. You know, you didn't feel no tension. You right. know what I'm saying? They got little jokes. They 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 telling you stuff about the song. They both charismatic dudes. You know, uh, and and they both funny. So yeah, like I had fun. And like I think it's better when <clears throat> they take it the the versus approach. I don't like it when they really got 
beef with each other? Are they feeling like, yeah, come on, man. The most fun, there's two that was most fun for me with uh, Jontae Austin and Neo. Okay. Like, theirs was dope because, I mean, it was, I was like, now nah, I knew, I knew Neo had some hits, but Jontae got some bangers, man. Right, right. Like, okay. And then um, Brandy and Monica, of course, because that's iconic. And I was just like, okay, Monica finna snap if she read one more poem. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she was reading that diary from Moesha. That's what they were saying. They said that's the diary from Moesha, man. She got another poem. Oh, this right here. All right. Well, speaking of music, who is your favorite rapper and singer, and why? Ah, uh, they just kill one bird with two stars. Now, nah, let me see. I'm just gonna go ahead and say outcast. I know that I know you said rapper, but mm-hmm. we're gonna say that. Okay. And then favorite singer. Man. I don't know. It's probably gonna be somebody from the old school, man. Like, you know, back when back when, you know, you had singers that have a little bass in their voice. They don't have that no more. So like, you know, Teddy P, you know what I'm saying? Bobby Womack, you're not allowed to have no bass in your voice as an R&B singer now. You ain't lying. But you got to be up there. You got, you got to be, yeah. <laughs> you got you can't you can't handle no, ain't no more. Look, ain't no more Isaac Hayes. Ain't no more Barry Weiss. You you got to be falsetto. Yeah, ain't that what it's called? Ain't that the? <laughs> the <album? laughs> oh my god. Okay. What are some words of wisdom? Oh wait a minute, hold on. I got to ask you. Favorite mm-hmm. Outcast album of all time? Uh, for me, I'm just gonna say AT Aliens because okay. it came out in high school and it meant one thing. Then I went to college when I re-listened to it, I heard stuff and it meant something else. And just progressively through life, I've always gone back to that one and I always got a little little something extra out of it for me. I mean, I don't necessarily think it's the, I, it just, it's just, it's got a place in my heart. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's the most, it's got the most hits or it's the most, <clears throat> you know, top selling or whatever. But for me, yeah. My favorite, of course, had to be Equimini. That was, yeah. That was yeah. all day. I, I can listen to that from front to back. I know all the ad libs all up. Yeah. Come on, man. Equimini go crazy. That's when they really, that's when they really took it up through that. Like, Mm-hmm. ATL is it was like a sample of what a criminal was finna be. Like it yeah. was and they all and they all transitioned perfectly. I I mean, yeah, all their albums I think are just you can ride the whole album. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Now I normally ask comedians who like because most of the time in the game it's more men than women, but I always ask men comedians who is your favorite female comedian. Oh a female comedian. You know what? I like, I like, I've never been one of them dudes that like women ain't funny. It ain't, you know, it's, it's, it's no funny women. But just off top, let's see. I'm going to shout out somebody I know. I say Ashima. I say Ashima Franklin got it right okay. now. There's a few other women out there that's on their ass that's coming up. But if we talking, you know, I mean, hell, back in the day, it's, it's a lot. Some more is a goddamn beast. You know what I'm saying? Monique has some shit for your ass. Uh, 
Shout out Montana that used to be on Comic View. She used she used to go crazy. She had a joke about coochie coupons. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I've always, you know, been a fan of anybody that's funny, and I don't think that's strictly a male thing or you got to be a man to be funny. It's it's unfunny people on both sides. It's funny people on both sides. Some of the funniest people I ever met aren't comedians. So, you know. One of my favorite of all time, female-wise, is Dominique. Yeah. Oh, Dominique, my dog. I can't leave out Dominique now. She the best. She is a cold. She cold with it, man. Jeff Lord. All right. What are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer or entrepreneur? Um... Don't let this game discourage you. The no's are, are going to be there, but they not they not no's for they no's for this. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the yes to what's for you, and you just got to trust it's what's for you and do everything in your power to get good and be prepared for when it comes your way. Mm-hmm. Some of them know yeah. are protection. Huh? I said some of them know are protection. You, you may not have needed that. You don't want to be a part of everything. Everything ain't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know what I mean? <clears throat> oh man, I didn't get the role. You don't know what they had to do to get the role. That part. <laughs> <laughs> right. Name one entrepreneur you admire and why. Oh man, let's see. Um entrepreneur that I admire. It's a bunch. It's a bunch of black people doing stuff right now, man. Of course. Just uh we're going to go with, uh, you know, I, I tend to shout out people that, that cut me checks from time to time. So we're going to go with Tyler Perry. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a, that's a a hustle for you, yeah. you know. Bought, bought a Confederate Army base and making some, some black-ass shows over there. But it's not just black. The crazy part is we shot some of Hawkeye over there. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, we shot some of Hawkeye over there. It's a lot of stuff. We shot Wildin' Out over there. I've been... I've, Worked on an award show that was shot over there. It's it's a lot of stuff going on, and <clears throat> to to have that level of a studio, mm. and nobody else really doing it outside of that. Yeah, that's something to you know aspire to. It's real over there. I've been blessed to work over there before. I did, um, you know, like I said, I'm a makeup artist first. So yeah, in that like just gr- driving through there, it's just like damn, all these dreams are possible. Like now, I, amazing. I went. I didn't even go to where I was supposed to go to first. I got there early and just drove around. Mm-hmm. Security had to come get me. Like, what you doing over here? I said, man, I got lost. I just. <laughs> well, I got to see everything first. <laughs> I got there early just so I could look around. <laughs> Legend, the one thing I appreciate about his staff is whether you, because I've done extra work there and I've also done makeup work there. Of course, I like the makeup check better. But either way, the staff is always professional and they dope. Because I done been on some like different behind the scenes productions and they treat you like shit. Yeah. The staff is always on point. They don't, you know, they talk to you like they got sense. They ain't tripping. So yeah, I appreciate about it. Treat you like a like a like a person. Yeah. Like you're supposed <laughs> to be treated. <laughs> so oh wait, before we get to our segments, got to ask you. Okay. 85 South. Yeah. Y'all been doing this for a long time. When did you like get involved as far? Because I, I know y'all was like way before y'all had the studio y'all at now, and y'all was like back just kicking at somebody's like 
little area, or whatever. How did that all was, Well, we started off at Steve Harvey Studio. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was his old studio here, and uh, you know it was just something that uh, you know Los had come to me with and got everybody involved, and we just was gonna try to rock it out, do a podcast. At that time, you know, uh, you know, podcasts have been around for a minute, but. I don't think the amount of like the next wave though, because like yeah, podcast is out, but y'all made it like, hey nigga, y'all need to do a podcast, <laughs> right? So that that was the thing. People weren't even really sure what a podcast was then. You know what I'm saying? I think podcasts around that time were more audio, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just like we're gonna try to turn it into something. And, and <clears throat> the plan was to always be a place where you know we could come together. While still being able to do our things independently, but when we come together and we've got things under this umbrella, and then we can launch other stuff. So it's coming together beautifully, you know. So you you had the uh, five on it taping. So yeah, we just huh. yeah yeah. But uh, I think it's been about six seven years now. I, man, that's what I'm saying. Y'all been grinding. Yeah. I remember when y'all was in. The, I don't know what studio was, but when y'all was just in this like little spot and y'all was beating on the table and shit. On the oh, yeah yeah yeah. Yep, that was the, uh, we started Steve's Steve studio, then we went to the other one with the brick wall, and then, yeah, yeah and we and we just gonna keep progressing, you know what I'm saying? It's still gonna be, it's still gonna be, uh, you know, it'll be the trap, but, you know, might be a little better upholstery. That's right, <laughs> there's levels to it. <laughs> might have some Corinthian leather, you know, it's nothing. I know that's right. So we are moving on. Speaking of the punchline, so yeah. you got new segments that you're doing with the um, comedy where I got five on it. Everybody get they five. So how did was that your brainchild or did y'all collectively come together with that? Yeah, we came up with that together. They kind they kind of the idea had been uh, tossed around for a while. Uh, I think Ryan had, had had the idea, and it was basically just about you know getting everything in place and executing it. And everybody over there did their part, and yeah, I think we got a good little. I know we got about eight episodes, so, you know, try to do about four comedians per episode. We got some dope drop-ins, you know. We got, we got. Huh? Well, they had the first one, too. Y'all had Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the first one was a little more chaotic, but we got it together on the second one. It's just not that much. We didn't have enough, we didn't have enough room. Yeah. And there's a lot of comedians that, yeah, so. Well, I'm trying to be on number nine taping. I'm just saying. I got you. I got you. We gonna, we gonna work, like I'm, I'm, we gonna have to start like getting submissions and stuff because everybody want to go and you know the idea was to try to do them once a month and just try to yeah. keep them flowing and uh, stack up episodes. So <clears throat> I always want to use the talent in the city. Oh know? yeah, I'm gonna be like Effie. Wait your turn, Effie. Wait your turn. <laughs> All right, we are moving on to our fun part. It is our segment. First one is kiss or diss. Uh-oh. Celebrity crushes. Okay. Who you kissing, who you dissing? All right. We got Taraji P. Henson or Regina Hall. Who you kissing, who you dissing? Ooh, that's that's tough. That's tough. That's tough. Well, you got to pick one. Ain't that tough? <laughs> it is tough, though. Give me Regina, though. Okay. No shade to Taraji. Okay. But yeah, give me, give me, give me Regina. All right, we got Chili of TLC or Coco of FWV. Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Um, 
I think it's probably going to be chilly with the little baby hairs. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not even going to kiss on the mouth. I'm going to kiss them baby hairs. That's what I'm going to kiss. I'm going to kiss it right on the forehead. Just. <laughs> All right. Last one. Mary McLeod Bethune or Harriet Tubman? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Uh, Mary McLeod Bethune or Harriet Tubman? Uh, probably Harriet Tubman because she got that comeback. And <laughs> okay, All but right. yeah, and, and you know, you know, we we never really saw Harriet in her prime. Mm. You know, by the time we saw the picture, she she was she she had been through it. She was. She was older. Yeah. You know, Harriet, Harriet was probably bad okay. in her day to get a bunch of grown black men to follow you to Canada. She had to have something. You had to be bad. Ain't nobody just been mad. I ain't finna listen to no woman. How she know how to read the stars? Then they saw Harriet and was like, hold on, let's, 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 let's hear her out. Let's see what she got to say. She so, had a lot, a lot of wagons. She was dragging. Yeah, she had a dog, man. She was out there. They followed. They followed. They followed her to freedom. They she was looking at the stars. They were looking at that ass. That's what happened. That's exactly what they were looking at. That's what happened. We are moving on to DAQs. These are dumbass questions. Just random fun questions. I want answers to. All right. If you could make up a word, what would the word be, and what would be its definition? Oh. Um... Um, unfuck with him. Okay. It's 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 a, it's it's on the periodic table. Mm-hmm. It's an element that occurs in nature that you know is it, is found in some humans. Some humans have a certain level of unfuck with him mm-hmm. in their bloodstream, and you just shouldn't fuck with them because <laughs> you know that 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 unfuck with him is is unstable. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's fluctuating. You know what I'm saying? The half life is very short, so. You just want to, yeah, that, that would be my word. You know you got to do it in your nerve verse, like, it, 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 it penetrates. What should we do? Fuck William is actually number 187 on the periodic charts. <laughs> if you could east side stomp on anyone in your past that you know personally with no consequences, who would it be? Ooh. That I know in my past. Uh just probably people who didn't didn't put me on things in favor of their personal relationships. You know. Promoters? Yeah, yeah. Promoters, producers, you know, sometimes casting people, people in charge of, of who's on what shows, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, I, I, I I've seen it happen. <laughs> I've seen people choose, you know, okay, who, who who they kick it with over who ripped that bitch. Exactly. You understand? So, yeah. I've seen it a many a time. I'm like, okay, if that's what you're going to do, but guess what? My turn next. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What is something you would randomly yell out in a grocery store that would make everyone look at you crazy? Oh. I don't know. I don't be yelling at the grocery store. I be I, I'm the I'm the person that be like, hey, stop all that yelling. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But probably, I'd probably be yelling about the price of something going up. Like, you know. I know good and hell well these Sour Patch Kids ain't $6. Like, yeah, something. something. Okay. <laughs> Somewhere I'm complaining. How would you describe yourself in one word and why? In one word? Mm-hmm. Let me see. We just gonna say visionary. How about that? Okay, self-explanatory. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What's the worst name you could give a barbershop? Uh, cuts and mutts, and they cut dog hair too. Oh. <laughs> With the same clippers. <laughs> Nasty. See. We don't want to go there. <laughs> At all. <laughs> Last one. What's the worst name you could give a super, superhero and what would his lame power be? Oh, man. Um, would you... Uh, double check, man. Okay. And what He'd be like, all right. We defused the bomb. Did you double check it? And that's all he do. He just double check everything. <laughs> okay. Hey man, did you <laughs> did you close the garage? Let me double check. And then he just. Hey man, you locked your door right? Let me double check. Man, we hate you. He'll never even be there for the fights. He just double check and see. Let me double check and make sure these the right bad guys. <laughs> Get his ass out of here. I hate him. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to GMG. What grinds your gangster? Name one of your pet peeves. Um, I guess now it's a lot of people with that, that's giving it information without any um experience. Mm. Or you're giving out information as you're getting the information. Mm-hmm. Which is fine, but say that. Right. A lot of people don't want to admit that they're learning as they're going, and it's a process. They want to act like they know everything already. You see it with the with the like 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 you said. We started podcasting mm-hmm. another way. Now everybody now everybody want to tell you how they get women and well, where you women at? Right. Show me what women you're getting because I might not want the ones you got. Have you seen that one dude that hopped off the helicopter and tried to be motivated? Like, nigga, get your helicopter. If you don't get your ass. First of all, you, you, you hung on the outside of the helicopter. <laughs> you was in Vietnam, huh? You, <laughs> where was you coming from, Power Ranger? You, you was on the outside of the helicopter? The blade wasn't even spinning. He was just out there. <laughs> Dog. Then he made another video. T- that's that's a uh, big fan. He was like, man, I just wanted to motivate people. You know, I just hopped out. He was like, they didn't even have the keys to the helicopter. I was like, you don't have to explain this, bro. It looked like you didn't have the keys. It looked like somebody said, hey, get your ass off my helicopter. That's what it really looked like. So It was giving battle challenge. <laughs> it was a whole mess. Man. We are moving on to the fan favorite, which is 
Opera that thing out. That is where you pick any song that you know at least one full verse to, and you sing it in your best opera voice. It could be an R&B song, it could be a rap song, nursery rhyme, whatever you got. Oh, man, what do I know right now? I don't even know if I know any songs. Uh, let me see. Hold on. I might have to pull up lyrics, because... Okay. You're going to have me out here wrong. That ain't what I said. Now I'm in rap beef. That ain't what I said on the song. All right. All right. We opera. Mm-hmm. We opera with uh this 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 is a classic by the auteur Kodak Black. Okay. Say you my nigga, I'll be your killer. Nobody gonna play with you when I'm with you. Go against any nigga, like, fuck this, let us skid off on 30 bitches. I put it in for you, I spin for you. Whatever you with, I'm with it. How you gonna cross a nigga that was fucking with you? I got you lit in the city. Oh, God. i being a daddy to my little children. What is wrong with you? All right, all right there we go. <laughs> Opera either, so that was just going off whatever I saw off cartoons. Works for me. <laughs> we are moving on to our last and final game. This is Sing a Do. Okay. It's a family friendly game that was created by me and my homeboy DJ All Star. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, baby. So, what you're doing, you're singing the melody of the song, but you can only use the word do. And then you have to guess what I'm singing. So okay. we got different um, genres. We got hip hop and R&B, greatest hits, pop billboard hits, country rock, singer do favorites, old school TV themes, and party and dance hits. So I'm going to do R&B and hip hop because that's kind of my lane. So okay. You have to guess what it is. I'm going to do Let's a couple. Go. All right. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Do 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 do. Soon as I yeah, all right, all right, yeah, yeah. You 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 was doing? Yep, I got my dudes up. Hip hop. All right. Do 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 do. Rolling down the street. Smoking endo. There we go. Sipping <laughs> on gin and juice. Come on. Come on. This game all right now. I got to get me one. All right. Last one. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 so what I'm going to do, I'm going to hold some cards up to the um, camera. Once you find a song that you can do, let me know. I'm going to put it down. I'm going to try to guess. All right. If you want to know it, just let me know. I'll, I'll pick another card. All right. Go ahead. If I need to move the card, let me know. Uh, woo, okay. Um, all right. I can, I can do one of these. Okay. Do you want the category? You just want... Just, you yeah, would, give me the category. I don't know what you're going to do. Okay. Uh, TV theme song. Oh, shit. Okay. Do 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 do. 
do 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 Oh, Jefferson? Do 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 Is it Jefferson? Yes. <laughs> I'm not good at singing, fam. I'm just... The only thing that gets is you can't do. do. <laughs> if you would have did TV things, I wouldn't have known, I wouldn't have known at all. Yeah, I, I, I figured that. You should have saw the other choice. The other choice was Luke Scarred. And I did not know how to how to do that. I was do it, do it, do it now. You do that. That's I don't know. That's Hold on. Uh all right, we gonna do T V theme songs again. Oh shit, okay. Do to 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 do the do the do Hey, hey, I was. Hey, that that was that was yeah. I, TV was 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 part time babysitter. All right, we got one more and we out. Here we go. All right, let's see. Oh, all right. I think I can do it. Okay. Do 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 do. Is it TV thing? No, no TV thing. Sorry, this is an R&B song. Okay, go ahead. Do, 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 that's what I wanted. The other, the other TV thing on that card, I didn't know. Which one was that? It was out of oh, this yeah. world. Yeah, I, like, I can't even play with you on that. <laughs> well, that is how you play Singadoo. If anybody's interested in the game, you get it at singadoo.com. And Clayton, please let everybody know how to find you. And make sure you let them know about your uh, special. If you ain't even saying that about your special. Oh, yeah, I got a special on Epics, Unprotected Sets. Make sure you check that out. Make sure you watch me on Hawkeye on Disney Plus. Make sure you watch me on uh, a few episodes of House of Pain in the future. Make sure you watch me on just anything that I've been on. Anything I'm about to be on. 85 South. Go back and watch everything. Watch everything I've done. I got a comedy album. Clayton English on everything. C-L-A-Y-T-O-N. English like the language. Make sure you follow it. Shout out to all my English majors and all my roof boys and girls. You know what it is. How you do it? We drop every Monday and Thursday. Make sure you are following us. Subscribe. And we out this thing. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate it. Candid Kisses TV is sponsored by Singadoo. Did you do it today? Singadoo. Singadoo. Can you do it? Can you do it? Can you do it? Can you do it like this? Can you do it real quick? Go get it. Go get it. Pick a card up, pick your genre up, can you do it right, you're gonna wanna bruh, it's first at 21, we'll get the job done, so grab your friends and fam, cause it's a lot of fun, some do it with some class, but make it real fast, cause time is kinda tricky, can you do it in 60, get your copy today at singadoo.com, guess what? Candid Kisses TV has merch. That's right. You can find it at artistperiod.com. We have everything you need. We have hoodies. We have coffee mugs. We even have throw pillows. 
and beach towels for the summer. <laughs> get it right. Keep it tight. Listen, everything you need to get your drip right, artistperiod.com has it for you. That's A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D.com. Get your drip right with artistperiod.com and Candid Kisses TV. Make sure you get it today. Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today for all your beauty needs. Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can't be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today. Guess what? Candid Kisses TV has merch. That's right. You can find it at artistperiod.com. We have everything you need. We have hoodies. We have coffee mugs. We even have throw pillows and beach towels for the summer. <laughs> get it right. Keep it tight. Listen, everything you need to get your drip right, artistperiod.com has it for you. That's A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D.com. Get your drip right with artistperiod.com and Candid Kisses TV. Make sure you get it today. Today. 